This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody should get down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Everybody groove to the music and do what you like to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bush babies. Y'all know we rock thorough. Yeah, we wa- rock thorough for the whole world. The whole world, five boroughs. So check it out. I came all the way from Brooklyn to present my rep. Lyrically deep like sleep, I rock hard like Led Zepp. I take steps and leave impressions on planets more complicated than life so rappers cannot understand it. Talking that hardcore shit, but I don't buy it. Sit down, eat your slice of pizza, and be quiet. Because all that noise you talk is not needed. I cut heads off at the knees and leave them all defeated. So stay seated or get deleted from the program. Let it be known I don't follow because I'm my own man with my own plan because the mind is infinite. Infinite. We got our four minutes so everybody get with it. Now that is my gorgeous spoken word interpretation of the song Love Song by Bush Babies featuring Most Deaf. (laughs) Thank you so much. The year is 2001. What's going on in the year 2001, you're wondering? Well, I'll just say it. September 11th did happen in 2001, but my guest was already out of high school when that happened, so we're not even going to touch upon that. Um, Top songs, All For You by Janet Jackson. And this list, by the way, comes courtesy of popculturemadness.com. And I love I love popculturemadness.com because they just write the most playful little lists of all time. So let's just get into it. The movies to watch, according to them, are Shrek, Harry Potter, The Sorcerer's Stone, Monsters, Inc., Legally Blonde, and Ocean's Eleven. The most famous fictional person in America was probably Harry Potter, they say. The most famous real person in America was probably Angelina Jolie. Um... Price of a PlayStation 2, 299 bucks and 97 cents. Game Boy Advance, $89. iPod first gen, 400 bucks. Wow. Huge. The funny late night host. Do we remember? Conan. Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> the controversial funny man. Do you do Dennis you think Miller? Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, wow. (laughs) The longest English sentence written. Who has time for that fact? So I'm going to skip that. Um, And I guess this is what I really wanted to go to. The hotties and fashion icons of the time. Jessica Alba, Giselle Bundchen, Amanda Peet, Beyonce, Eliza Dushku, Eva Longoria, Britney Spears, Kirsten Dunst, Kate Hudson, and Mina Suvari. Okay? And we're going to end it on this little fact. Time Magazine's Person of the Year in 2001. Malala. Rudy Giuliani. What? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, well, that's there's a reason for that. (laughs) And where were we when Rudy Giuliani was number one person of the year in Time Magazine? We were in Chicago, Illinois, and we are Will Miles Will. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. I'm schwitzing in this Uh goddamn room. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean. You know what? I feel actually pretty great. Well, good. Well, I'm comfy, <laughs> comfy, cozy, relaxed. I will say the couch here. Comfortable. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. A plus. A plus. <laughs> well, you know, I love chatting with you as always. I think that you are the most beloved comedian in all of comedy. Number no one. No way. Really? I no. believe. I believe it to be true. I believe it to be so. I believe it to be true. That can't be true. Yeah. You're, you're a light. You're a light of love and laughter and joy. I like that. And I have to know. Were you the light of love, laughter, and joy in high school? What were you like in high school? What was going on with you? Take me back there. We were in high school from what, 97 to 2001? Yeah, 97 to 2001. Tell me, who were you? Who did you hang out with? What was your high school like? Tell me everything. Let's see. I I was the, uh, I wanted to be 
Nas. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so I was like, pretty boy. Uh, my waves were insanely flicking, as they say back home. Uh, <laughs> I have never heard the term flicking. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. No. Chicago. I think it's Chicago. Do people still say flicking? Uh, the people I'm around are 40 plus, so I don't know if most people do. But, but they do. But they do. Yeah, everyone I'm around, at least on set. I mean, I, there's some young people on set. but uh, And my friends, when I go back home to Chicago, they all say flicking still. But I think young people probably do not. Can you use it in a sentence? My waves were flicking. There we go, the same sentence uh, that, it was, that you just used. <laughs> I think it has something to do with like uh, picture quality. Like my waves were so great that they were flicking. My skin was flicking. My Everything was flicking. And like basically I guess it means like, like if you, you take a flick. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you know, like I'm flicking. I'm ready for a picture. I, I didn't I'm, even put that together until right now. I can I use flicking? I think so. I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow this. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah. So I had waves. I would go to. Uh, I went from Terrell, who was a great barber, to Vince, mm. who was also a great barber. Mm. Uh, but Vince gave me like the wave. Vince was younger. Mm. He ended up being in Save the Last Dance. Really? Yeah, he was the DJ in Save the Last Dance. Whoa, when they're like in the club. Yeah, yeah, he was the one. He like was in a lot of scenes in the movie. And when um when Kerry Washington gives Julia Stiles the head wrap with the gap yes. sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think Kerry Washington even like beats him up because he says a joke that was uh was like rude or something, and she like pushes him and like beats his ass. I love that. Why are you always being so silly? That kind of thing. That was my barber. That uh, <laughs> movie was that movie took place in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was huge. It was, right? I didn't you know, it's hard to know if something's huge when you're when it's in your hometown because you're like, is it huge or is it just big cuz they took a lot of our dancers and put them in scenes in that. Yeah. <laughs> that movie school, like, yeah. is crazy, but you know, we can get into that another time. Love the movie. I love the movie. I just watched O. I recently rewatched oh, yeah. O. Such a fucked film, but you know, Julia Stiles yet again, Mackay Pfeiffer, <laughs> Josh Hartnett. They couldn't get her away from Lectures for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like since 10 Things I Hate About You when she like did that dance and then dropped it low yeah, on the yeah. table. It was like, wait a second, what's Julia Stiles doing? <laughs> then it was Save the Last Dance, then it was Oh, it's like, okay, there's a theme for these three movies. <laughs> She's like, I will not work unless I can have a black boyfriend. Yes, I have to fuck a black dude in this, whatever it is. <laughs> Even Shakespeare. You give me the one Shakespeare where that happens, and I'll do it. <laughs> um, okay, so wait. you. Why did you switch barbers? Uh, you know, Terrell was old. He might even close down. But like growing up, Terrell would get like Andre Dawson and Sean Dunstan, who meaningless names probably to most people, but they were Chicago Cubs. They were black Chicago Cubs. And so I don't, we'd always be in there and be like, oh shit, Sean Dunstan's in here. Uh, or Andre Dawson. And they were legends, Cubs legends, but not much, not much else. But and then uh, he went out of business and he, then you he got. Gone, he either died or <laughs> like he was he very old. Yeah, so yeah. he might have died or I might have just felt like I needed a younger guy because right. I was in high school and I'm and like. And you wanted it to pop. You wanted yeah. it to be flicking. And I mean, those guys, both the guys I mentioned, I think had Jerry Girls. So it was like. It's not really, it was the 80s yeah. when I started with them. So wow. it's, like, it's not the not the look I'm going for. I'm surprised that like perms, jerry curls, et cetera, haven't fully come back. I know. I I've feel thought like, about it. Have honestly. you? Yeah. I mean, Ice Cube was a, one of my, uh, you know, people I looked up to growing up just because of his lyrics and then Friday. And then I was like, he's so, he's genius. Mm -hmm. And I wanted the Ice Cube hat with the curl hanging yeah. out the back. Like he had in Boys You in the can hood. still do that. I might. We'll see. Why not? You have a long life ahead. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> a life filled with different iterations yeah. of hair. I feel like I'm this close to midlife crisis anyway, so it's like. Why not just dive head yeah, first? Go crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I got a daughter. She's going to be like embarrassed. And if I'm, I might as well get that out the way while she's in like elementary school versus high school. It'll be yeah. annoying. It'll be like, dad. Yeah. High school, she'll like roll her eyes, yeah. go to her room, not talk to you. Elementary school, she'll still converse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She'll and humor you. And um, high school, I, by the time she's in high school, I hope to be very rich. So. <laughs> when you were in high school, were you like a good student? Yeah. Yeah. I was very, a very good student. I, I didn't like, I saw the SAT book. I didn't do any SAT prep or anything and I still got good grades. It was just like, 
I realize now I wouldn't have been good with Instagram because when I was in high school, there was nothing. So yeah. I would have just been, I like parties were going on. But I just had no idea. Cause so you nobody a would tell me. Yeah, really? No. Why not? Uh, I didn't want to go. Like I, I was, I always liked staying home and drawing and watching like Deaf Comedy Jam with my parents. Yeah, that's really sweet. And I was that's like. so nice. <laughs> and I just didn't like, I didn't want to do too much else. So I'd hear about parties on the weekend sometimes and I'd be like, kind of glad I didn't go to that because that sounds like it would be exhausting. And then I think sophomore year shifted. So like middle, sophomore year was when everybody figured out I was like into underground hip hop. And I was also, I got paid to do a mural because I was a big art school student. Right. So it was like, everybody was like, they knew I did art. But then when I got paid to do a mural and we were around the city looking at graffiti to try to get ready for the mural and like just getting inspired and then making our own graffiti, people got wind of that and they were like, wait, you're like a real hip hop head. And so then I made the switch to like start even dressing more like Mob Deep or not Mob what Deep. Was... I dressed like Kanye, honestly, before Kanye. What was the what what did, what were you wearing pre what were you wearing when you were a freshman and what was what was what was the outfit when you were a sophomore? I feel like freshman year I had like graphic tees or uh or I, I wore polos because my brother is six years older, so I was just doing whatever he did basically. So I wore polos and like shorts, but I wasn't regular with the haircut. And then sophomore year I was regular with the haircut. Mm. I had polos, I wore bubble vests. I love a bubble vest. Love a bubble vest. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Cargo pants. Like you dress how kids dress now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now it's like retro, but I, yeah. <laughs> it was like how I dress. Did you have a favorite outfit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had like, the more I look back as an adult who goes to therapy and I'm like, mm -hmm. I know I have OCD. I have like uniforms for every part of my life that I would wear. Like what? Like there would be times where I'd. I put a lot of uh, stock into the luck of shoes I wear, like the, you know, lucky shirt. We are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm like, continue, because yeah. I, I have a lot of OCD and superstition around pajamas. Yeah. 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 I have like what I sleep in is like really sacred to me. And I actually, to challenge myself, slept in a new t-shirt the other night. Oh, really? And I was very anxious to sleep in it because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then something good happened the next day, so obviously now I'm addicted to sleeping <laughs> yeah. in it. Shout out to and Corn it Nuts. <laughs> Corn Nuts for sponsoring me. Oh, and nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Corn Nut Influencer. It says, it's a pocket tee. It says Corn Nuts on the front, and then on the back it says hashtag Corn Nuts Influencer. <laughs> You're a Corn Nuts Influencer. Yeah, I'm a Corn Nuts Influencer. You're like the movie Heathers. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> exactly. In Heathers, do they eat corn nuts? Yeah, somebody, I mean, somebody dies when they eat corn nuts. Wait, I thought that they like drank the... Yeah, really, it was, I think she thought it was the corn nuts, but she drank washer fluid. Yeah, uh, like, um, coolant. Coolant, yeah, she yeah. drank coolant. Um, but she was like eating corn nuts at the same time, and she was like, corn nuts, and then died. <laughs> <laughs> and that always stuck out in my brain, that, that um, scene. Wait, so what were the lucky shoes your lucky sophomore shoes, year? Sophomore year, because I made money doing that mural. It was my first job. And they paid us like weekly to come downtown and like How, go to this art studio. And, what it was the mural? Uh, it was a mural for the John Nuveen Insurance Agency's anniversary or something. Crazy. And the art school I went to, they commissioned the art school I went to. And then the art school was like, let's make it like a real job. So they paid us weekly and had us interview for the job and everything and like give them a portfolio. It's and, intense. Uh, it was intense for like a 15-year-old, 14-year-old. But, but kind of good. Yeah, yeah. Because it got, got me ready for like, if I were to take that career, how, you know, much of a struggle it would be. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. Art is a very tough job. Yeah. Well, I went to I went to art school for college. Oh, yeah. And I like, I went to Parsons. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I that's like right, yeah. had the feel, I had like, people are always like, what made you get into comedy? And I was like, well... Art and comedy are both like equally impossible. Yes. <laughs> so you just have to figure out which one you want to do more. Yep. yep. And they're both, and I honestly feel like now, because I studied photography, and you probably feel this way with like drawing and shit. Like I suck at drawing, but when I draw my iPad and like use like all of the yeah, tools it yeah. has to offer me, I'm like, 
<laughs> amazing. Right, yeah. I'm a graphic card. Like, maybe I should do, yeah, maybe I should do graphic design, <laughs> yeah. like, switch careers. Well, like, I'll make labels. Yeah, I know, I know. And then I watched How to Make It in America, which is, like, it's the entourage for New York, basically. Remember that show? Yeah. With Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's first acting role. But that that inspired me to try it myself, too, again. I was like, oh, man, this show's about the life I could have had. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Everyone felt that way, though. Yeah. Everyone was like, if I just screen printed T-shirts. Yep. yep. Yeah. And was... I had friends who actually, like, started a store. Novum. Shout out Novum, Chicago. Uh, but uh, they, they started the store, and it lasted for a while, and it was good. They had T-shirts. and Now Rafe is still doing shit, but it's like... You see that close to you and you're like, oh, man, I, I really should have followed my uh, first, I first dream. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so when you went to high school, it was just an art school. It was like an arts high school. No, our high school was like it was a magnet high school. So it's like you had to test into you had it. You test in and like uh, but it's public school in Chicago. It's like downtown by uh, well, it's near West Side is where it's actually at. Is it big? Yeah, it was big. 3,000, something like that. Per kids. grade or? No, 500 per grade. But. Maybe more at times. Like it was 500 by the time you graduated. So were there like clicks in your grade or was everyone like pretty cool or did you just like stay under the fray? Out of the fray? Under the fray? Out under of the fray? fray? I'm mostly an out of the fray guy, but I had uh, friends and I got in with like the hip hop crews and everything. This is going to be the dumbest, most cringe question no, I'm no, no, going to yeah. ask in a really long time. <laughs> and I actually am already hating that I'm asking this question. <laughs> Were there rap battles that would yeah. occur at your school? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you ever take part in them? Yeah, yeah. I would beatbox some of them. Uh, and but my, that was my thing. I was beatboxing. And I went to high school with Clark Jones. And Clark Jones would rap a lot. Uh, and then Bradley, I mean, Deshaun, yeah, Ryan. I feel like Clark Kwame, would be good yeah. at rapping. He was. He was very good. <laughs> and, and like, so when would these happen? After school, or like we would go to McDonald's on Jackson and State, and that's sort of where every kid from all all, all over the city we would go there. So like there would be De La Salle kids, Lincoln Park kids, like few kids, uh, you know Morgan Park kids, Kenwood would be big up there, and Kenwood Kenwood's like the other. It was the other test in high school at the uh -huh. time. Now there's like probably twelve, but it was just Whitney Young and Kenwood for a long time. And so we knew all the same people. Like my best friends, one of my best friends, Steve, he went to Kenwood. Shout out Steve. Shout out Steve. He just got married. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so I would, we would all know where to meet up at the McDonald's or we would go to Kenwood, had a poetry night hosted by our buddy Ali. And that, that would have like rap battles too. A poetry night sounds like beautiful. I know, right? Yeah. That sounds so, it was to do fun. in high school. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so nice. And it was like a regular thing at Kenwood, like at the high school. In high school, I was just like smoking such bad weed yeah, and yeah. like having traumatic sexual experiences. <laughs> 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 and like watching Irreversible by like Gaspar Noe, like terrible, oh, yeah, traumatizing. Yeah. That is traumatizing. Absolutely. Gaspar Noe just makes like artistic, traumatic films. Yeah. That I they're very artistic, but they're like I can't not watch. Right. You know, it's like you he like really love, baits you into what love. I actually think is the most like light of all. It of is. Them. I know. It's extreme. Like. Sex. Graphic sex, <laughs> like, <laughs> like actual. They're actually Dick having cum, sex, cum right? Shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like truly, they're actually having sex. It's, it's like that and like nymphomaniac, where yeah. they're actually having sex. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, which is wild, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, like, you guys were just like artsy, nice people that were just like kind of. I mean, there were fights. The thing about it is, Chicago is such a gang city that there are like different. There probably were gangs in our high school, but there's no reason to gangbang when you're testing into high school. So even if you were, <laughs> you yeah. know, it wasn't like, it's like, okay, you're smart though. Like, yeah, like, like why, why? Like, yeah, okay, that, that's fine. But like here you're in a space where we know that you're smart and you're capable. concerned with your education. You wouldn't have gone here if you weren't concerned with your education. So it's like, you could do that, but why? But yeah. we had him. I remember a couple kids for sure. But, uh. But so it was more so just like a, yeah, I guess I don't, I never really thought about what a magnet school was, but that's what it was 
for us, it was just like all over everybody from all over the city coming to be into the arts. Did you do of. theater at all? No. Another thing Clark did. I didn't do theater. Did you do stand up at all? Not at all. I was a shy kid, so that's what? why I beatboxed and yeah. I like drew. I was the one who would always draw. So like a lot on Saturday nights I would be drawing like really fun art projects that I did myself. So that's also why I wasn't concerned. But then like something about sophomore year, I feel like these crews, including Clark, would all try to like get me out of mm -hmm. my shell. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be a lot of like come to this party and I'd actually go and then I'd have fun or like come to drink? this rap battle at night. I drank starting junior year. But what was your drink of choice? My buddy Barry's dad had creme de menthe. Ooh, which is not okay, even like good like a, liquor. I was gonna say it's not like a <laughs> desserty liquor. Yeah, it's, it's, a, like, it's a dessert wine we'd keep in a flask, and then, <laughs> but we'd feel cool as shit being like, "I'm guess I'm drunk." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of like in some ways a sophisticated thing to drink. That's. So funny to be drinking dessert wine out of a flask. <laughs> and he lived in this place called the. It's, I'm sure it has a more uh, nice name now, but it was called Viagra Triangle for a while. It's where a lot of old dudes would go try to fuck young girls. Love that. So we'd see the young girls they were trying to fuck, and they'd be older than us. So it was like a cool. We'd be drunk and like, you know, seeing all this shit happen. There's a lot of prostitution around there, sex work. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of stuff to see as a drunk 16-year-old. That's really, <laughs> really funny. Did you smoke weed in high school? A little bit. But I felt really bad one time when I cut class to do it. So I kind of didn't for – I don't think I did my whole – no, I didn't my senior year. But I, I would never inhaled right. But I, I remember trying it junior year. And then I had this teacher, Miss Noble, who was like mentor, great lady, one of my favorite teachers in the history of the world. And she, like, was disappointed in me that I cut class. And so I was like, well, I'm never smoking weed again. <laughs> like, yeah. If I disappointed Miss Noble, I'm fucked up. What's, yeah. what's wrong with me? I'm yeah. ruining my life. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, feeling the stakes of that, like, in your soul. Also, yeah. Also, I, I will go down in history saying, like, there's nothing worse than a parent being, like, or a parent or someone when you're a teenager that you look up to being, yeah. like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed in yeah, you. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like, ugh. It's terrible. It's like, be mad at me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hit me? Like, yeah. this, this would be way better if you just like punch me in the face or something. Instead, you're making me just feel horrible. All right. It's it's awful. Yeah. Did you have a girlfriend in high school? No. Oh, I did. I actually had two. But <laughs> wow. I guess they were really amazing. <laughs> I mean, one even almost got me in a fight. It like, yeah, this dude, uh, Senior year, I dated this girl, Kristen, who she went to a different HBCU, but it was always known that I was going to go to Morehouse. So she, everybody just sort of knew that. And we dated after she broke up with a dude who I didn't know at all, but he was mad that I was the new boyfriend. So he was always bringing up like, he tried to fight me a couple times and I was like, I don't, I don't even know, like, I don't know who you are. And then he had like other people approach me and be like, yo. You can't be dating my boy's girl. And I'm like, I don't know you or your boy, though. Like, I understand guy code, but if you don't know me. The person. Yeah, it's it not, doesn't I don't apply. owe you anything. Yeah. There's no code. <laughs> There's absolutely yeah. no code. This is a girl I met in school who wanted to date me and was like, now she's, she's taking it really serious. And in turn, I guess I'm half, I have to. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I really wasn't planning on taking it that seriously, <laughs> but now here we are. I was like, I think it'd be cool to have a girlfriend. And then I started, uh, there were girls I liked. And then she was like, another one I liked. And so she was like, would you like to date? Or maybe I asked, no, there's no way I asked her. I mean, if, maybe I did if I got like some bout of courage all of a sudden. It was that, it was that dessert wine. Yeah, it was that creme <laughs> that de menthe. dessert wine hitting. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? And she was like, yeah, and we would go out on dates and stuff. Where would you go? Uh, I don't even know. High school dates are so funny to me. Yeah. Like, especially it being in LA. And yeah. when you go to like a nice, like, Abe and I went to like a nice dinner the other night and they're full on like teens like yeah, at this that's, place. Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, go to fucking In N Out. Like yeah. what are you like go home? Why are like, you? Like we would here? go to Olive Garden for yeah. sure. Olive Garden's a great date spot. Yeah. Those Applebee's. breadsticks are good. Yeah. Ruby Tuesdays. It's also like, how can you afford 
But that we're in LA now. So we're it's in like, LA. You can afford Motherwolf? Like, wow. All right. No, yeah. The, the kid yeah. is like, shut the fuck up. My dad owns your ass. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot yeah. I was living in Clueless. They're like, I'll make another merger happen, <laughs> yeah. you dumb slut. I did see like Bob Iger with his kids. And obviously, I would love to work for Disney in any way. Again. again. <laughs> shut up, uh, Bob Iger. <laughs> I worked for you guys before. You love me, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll work for anybody. I just want to put that on record. But yeah, watching his kids, you're like, oh man, those kids are are like, I can't imagine being that rich at whatever age this is. Like going like my dad to runs Hollywood. We're yeah. all there's so many like property brothers, TV writers, actresses, and we all looked like, oh fuck, Bob Iger. All right. <laughs> also, like all of those kids of like mega, mega, mega successful people in this business, they all have like standing tables at Nobu Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Like. God and that's what I want for him. my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you'll get. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. She will have a standing table at Nobu Malibu, and she'll be a bitch at Tower Bar drinking a martini when she's like fine 17. Yeah, fine with it. Great. A lot of people, you know, they talk about nepotism right now. I'm all about everybody's it. Everybody's mad. I'm like, I'm jealous. Oh, shit, I'm prepared to provide, provide. nepotism. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, don't. You don't hate, don't hate the player, hate the goddamn game. The game hun. is allowing this. I'm, I'm the about to capitalize on it. The game is allowing it. I wish I could I'm going to get cousins have... in. I'm going to get all this yeah. shit. Like, all my nieces, if they want jobs. You know, who do I know? have to suck off in this town <laughs> to get a dad to pretend to be a studio head? <laughs> anyway, back know, right? to the lucky shoes of Bob high school. No, Where yeah. are they now? Oh, they're uh, they're all gone. What were they? There was a time when I bought these Nike SB. They might not have even been SB because I don't know if SB color scheme came out yet. It was green, and they were like high tops. They had a little flap on them, Mm. and they were just like I had bought them with my own money, which was a huge deal. So I got them from Tony Sports on Sheridan, which was a great place. Uh, Lavelle V. Dot Sykes worked there, and now he works. On his own store called Success. You have a really good memory for names. Right? (laughs) I'm actually shocked. (laughs) Like, I remember names of people that, um, that, like, haunt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people that have been perfectly nice to me in my life don't don't remember your name. (laughs) They don't register. No, No, I'm like, who? (laughs) It's kind of crazy. Um, But Lavelle is one of them. He's a great guy. Well, while we meditate on how great Lavelle is, we're going (laughs) to go to a quick break, and we're going to be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. we're back okay well i have to know is there like a quintessential story from high school for you where you're like this is me in high school this is my high school moment this is a moment in time that is so specifically i mean something that is what is it transgressed that seems like a word i just want to use use it but stuff that like transgressed at this one night out explains everything that's happened to me since then, my entire life has been a series of events like this over and over again. That Do leads, tell. Like, so the, one the, night. The intrigue. <laughs> one night I went to this party. Uh, well, it was like a party on the south side in this warehouse put on by this group, 3993. And they everybody like threw parties back then. There was a party line for a while. 
This is back when payphones existed. And you had to like call the payphone and get a party line. But what is a party line? Party line is you call this number and it tells you where the party is. You have to be like That's in the know to get the number and you Love call that. it from the like, payphone. It's like more protected than just like having a passcode to get into the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like to even know where it is, you got to call this number randomly. And would there just be a person on the other end of the phone just like constantly picking up? Or I was it so. like an answering machine that would tell you where it was? This one, I don't even think I got the info. I don't know how I even got invited, which another thing that has continued to happen for the next 30 years is just me being invited to things and being like, oh man, I forgot. Or like, you know, like, oh man, Kevin got me in this party randomly. (laughs) Yeah. How am I at this big ass like premiere party? But I'm in like Crocs. Uh, (laughs) 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 But I was, so I got invited. I think maybe my friend Ryan got me in or something. Or like John or Kwame, but I I got in this party, and I remember walking in, seeing my friend Patty, and I we had definitely discussed going to the party, me and Patty, and she drove, I didn't drive yet, so we were, were in the party, me and Patty are hanging out, we're chilling, we're watching what's going on. I remember at one point my friend Ryan is like, "Yo, Clark's outside, go get him," and I'm so I walk outside and I'm like, "Oh, he's with me." He's coming in here and they let me in. And I'm like, who am I? <laughs> like, why did you allow me to go get somebody and then say, he's with me, come on in? And that continues to happen in my life constantly where people. You're trusting. I'm trusting and I, I go in with confidence. And so I think sometimes people will be like, oh, I guess he's, yeah. he's important. <laughs> he must be important yeah. if he's that like sure that he can get this guy in. So I do that a lot now. But then, yeah, so me, Clark, Patty, Ryan, all these people are in the party. And then um, on stage, they stop everything. There's like some great songs they're playing. And then they have these strippers come out and they start doing like pouring. I remember at one point she poured a whole bottle of water in her asshole. They're like fully naked. She like put a light bulb in her vagina. It lit up. What? (laughs) I'm like 16, I think. Hold on. What? Yeah, it was insane. What do you mean? She poured, when you say she poured a whole bottle of water in her asshole, first of all, did it all go in or did it spray out? It must have sprayed out. I don't know what was happening. It was all. Or did her ass like drink it? Her ass maybe, in my head, her ass drank it, but I don't think that's even possible. (laughs) But I was 16. I had never had sex. I had never like. I don't think I had fingered anybody at 16. Had you, you'd watch porn. I mean, not videos. Just like magazines. Well, yeah, it was, it was only magazines. I don't think they had like video porn yet. I, I mean, they had video porn, but you would have need to have like found someone with like a VHS that yeah. like, you you would have needed to go to like the like dirty section of yeah, a video rental place. Yeah, nobody was doing that, especially at 16. My friend Adam had like the previous tenant in his apartment left a secret box of porn somewhere and he found it so we did have that every now and then classic but all <laughs> beyond that it was like the only way to watch porn on the internet was worldsex.com and it was just a series of pictures worldsex.com worldsex.com and their porn was just series of pictures so it was or not series that's weird but like, like seri- just a bunch of pictures four pictures in a row so you kind of get the story from that whereas now like video porn is like oh or not I'm calling it video porn but just regular porn now it's like, you know, you get a full video and it has the description and the caption and everything. You know exactly what it's about. And now it's like you're just waiting for each picture to download. That's and you're like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Are they? So <laughs> funny. So that was the only real porn I had. So I had no like as far as watching something go in and out and in and out. I didn't have a lot of experience seeing that. So watching this woman fuck a light bulb. And, and have then the having light it turn bulb on. turn on. <laughs> I was like, this is probably skewing my view of sex from Were now on. You, did that, was that exciting to you or was that terrifying? Were you like, why does why A is little she... bit of both. Yeah. Like I was definitely excited to have sex after that. And I was like, <laughs> 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 Certainly turned on. Also intrigued. Also like, you know, just wondering you know, what's going on? Like, where am I? Also, like, it how came is, out of nowhere. How did the light bulb turn on? I don't know. 
I, this I like don't know. not me. My first thought is when I get home, I'm like, do I have a light bulb? Right. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna like be in the emergency room later because I shattered a light bulb in my vagina trying to turn it on. And I bet all the girls we were with were probably like they knew. Like I had I had never really dealt with the vagina before so to me i was like so everybody can do this <laughs> and they're like no honey yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> i remember i think patty drove me home and i just had like a lot of, we were both just sitting there in shock <laughs> like, it's crazy because me and patty lived around closer to each other than like everyone else so it was she definitely drove me home in like her jeep and i remember being like that was f- fucking wild shit man like number one i think i'm actually drunk like before i would just drink and not really feel it but what did like, you drink that night? Whatever they had in the cup. It was weird. Like the party itself, it's like this is very illegal. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like we're all underage pretty much. We're drunk. There's live sex acts going on, on in front of us. Like there's probably drugs in the ba- uh, The bathroom was co-ed. That stuck out too. Yeah. Because I remember being like, wow. <laughs> like you walk in, you're like, oh, I got to pee. And then you see like people making out and like a bunch of girls also peeing you're like i don't know that i can pee in here (laughs) this sounds like a lot of fun it was so much fun i mean it stuck out in my memory and it was just another thing i stumbled into where i like had no idea what i was getting into it didn't didn't know back then i couldn't have known beforehand what i was getting into without like a series of questions to friends that would have made me look uncool yeah, yeah, so you can't one, ask. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to this party. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> Did the cops ever like bust up warehouse parties? No. Not that I know of. Not that one, at least. Because we left at like 12 and they were still still ongoing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How do you think, what do you think about that night impacted the f- trajectory of your life most? Well, the fact that it worked out that way made me be like, just go with it. You know, yeah, like yeah. I just went with it and I stumbled upon the first time I'd see something go inside a vagina and out of it at the same <laughs> You're like, time. I'm saying yes yeah, to every yeah. other opportunity. Literally everything else coming up <laughs> and I would go to a series of parties like that. Not one party after that. Did <laughs> you see that? Has ever a person put a light bulb in her vagina and then had it light up. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I wanted, you mentioned something. Oh, porn, porn stashes. Yeah. When I was in like first grade, I think, the house that I lived in had, in our basement, we had one of those ceilings, like a popcorn ceiling yeah, that, yeah. you know, like had like tiles that could push up. My sister and I were playing with like a ball and I think we slammed it onto the ceiling. Yeah. And when it bounced up, a pair of dirty tidy whities and a bunch of porn magazines fell out. Wow. Yeah. And my mom and dad were like so, you know, disgusted and whatever. But part of me has always kind of been like, were those my dads? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just like, well, that was the previous owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always blame the previous owner. Yeah. The previous owner's like a nun. No, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, knock, knock, knock. Is that a knock on the door? I hear why, yes, it is. Welcome to your high school guidance counselor's <laughs> yeah. office. It's me, your high school guidance counselor. And in this section of the show, we like to, you know, rectify a wrongdoing of the past. Mm. You can use this time to apologize for something. You can use this time to say fuck you to someone. We heal any unresolved high school traumas in this moment so that you never have to think about it again. So use this time... Why what traumas do I have? I mean, that guy threatened. I, so many times I got threatened to punch, threatened That's, to be punched in high school. It's like, can people get a more unique, yeah, like mo? And it was always girls related. Here's the thing: I was kind of a dick, and I would you were? always. Well, I wasn't a dick more, and it wasn't. Uh, I wasn't intentionally a dick ever. I just always fell in love with the wrong girl. <laughs> so mm. it was always a thing where I would. Be like, oh, I'm that's the girl of my dreams. And then it was always she has a boyfriend. And it's like, I don't know if that's going to stop me from trying to like talk to her. Yeah. So it was that thing. And then, but it, I never overlapped. It was always like, uh, <laughs> overlap is funny. It's been in the news. Uh, but <laughs> 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 More on that later, uh, off camera. But anyway, I was, I, <laughs> I was like, uh, it never overlapped, but I would always date somebody right after 
they were with a friend or something. And so, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, uh, so that happened a couple times and it was always like, I'm going to blaze you in the chest. Uh, I'm going to blaze you my, in the still chest. Still friends with this guy. He, he was like, and I might, I think I'm going to the girl of this is wedding in a month, but it's, uh, it was like, yeah, I like was talking to her. She was liking me. And then he was like, yo, if I see Will Miles, I'm going to blaze him in the chest. What does that mean, blaze Just in the chest? Just punch hard as hell in the chest. But with like, he was like being angry and <laughs> using terminology to, uh, you know, make Intimidate. it seem like he was really going to blaze me in the chest. And then the same, the guy, David, who like threatened to punch me and had his buddy come and threaten to punch me in high school too. It was always those moments I want to be like. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I, I shouldn't have gone after her after you dated her. That was probably a bad move on my part. I really drove myself to believe, and maybe this is partially OCD, maybe I'm just an asshole. But, like, I, you know, I became obsessive about, like, no, I, like, marriage. This is, this is the lady I'm going to marry. So right. it's not like I shouldn't feel bad that I'm because in love with her. Because this is the person of, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life yeah. with. And I think I maybe had like a little pressure from my parents. My parents met in seventh grade and they That's started crazy. dating in ninth grade. And so it was like. And they're still together. And they're still together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so my God. Having that. No. Having knowing that about your parents, they didn't even put pressure on me, but I put it on myself to be like, all right, seventh grade. I'm already behind if I'm in sophomore year. Right. So clearly this is my wife. <laughs> like, I don't care that so she's to date her. That's my wife. And so, to be like, I was supposed to be my wife when I was 11. Right, right, right. And yeah, yeah. here I am, a mere 15-year-old, yeah. single, <laughs> yeah. loser. How could I be single right now? Yeah. Like, I'm so far behind. And, and she likes me. I'm like, well, what are we doing? Why wouldn't I get married to her? But yeah. then it was like a lot of like, obviously, she was like, well, this will cause drama. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, Did you fall in <laughs> love with any of your high school girlfriends? All of them. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I didn't so much fall in love with my high school girlfriend. I just really liked her a lot. But I don't think I felt love. It was always the ones who couldn't love me back that I was like, sure. well, that's love. Classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Classic. <laughs> unrequited, unrequited. Unrequited, yeah. Unrequited love. Unrequited love. Even if it was requited, it was like a situation where I, it wouldn't have worked out just because we were friends with the same people. Yeah. Or like I was friends with her ex who was threatening to blaze me in the chest. <laughs> Would you ever make like mixtapes for people? Always. That's so that was sweet. my thing. And I made, uh, well, I made just mixtapes separately of everything. Like that was my, I just made mixtapes anyway. And I was like a DJ slash assistant DJ because I didn't have my own turntables. Mm -hmm. But I would, me and my buddy Alfred would DJ these events at school all the time. But I would be like just picking great songs and he'd be like i'll do the actual djing and you like just yeah like, play this next though yeah y'all that's so <laughs> fun i actually think that being an assistant to the dj is the better position <laughs> yeah. because then if like the song that you wanted him to play flops you can be like I'm dj he yeah, sucks right like, what the fuck's that i didn't tell him to do that <laughs> um but okay. yeah a lot of apologies to like you know those situations where it's like i Overreacted. <laughs> like, it happens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I also think that the beautiful thing about being a teenager is your, like, the magnitude of your feelings and how sure we can feel about ourselves. Yeah. It's like sometimes I'm like, I wish I could have some of that now. <laughs> I know. You right? know, like, like the passion. And just like the feeling of being like, <laughs> I am right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I am going to get this because I know I need it and I deserve it. And now I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I guess it'll work out. It'll yeah. be, but to have that like blazing fire. Just passionately wrong, too. Yes. Like, passionately. Always. Always wrong. Now I'm not passionately right or wrong. I'm just like, yeah, like you're saying, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm passionately apathetic. Yeah, me too. Me I'm too. Like, I'm passionately open to the idea I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll still say it. But it's yeah. no passion behind it. It's Always like, like I, I, I truly preface everything now by being like, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. I am not. A, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but like, whereas when I was 15, I knew exactly what I was talking about. Me too. Unshakable. Including what I was going to be in life. Like, there's no way... 
I will be an animator on The Simpsons, and that's it. Like, why are you even testing that logic? That's what I'm going to do. I went to a pottery class last night. Oh, nice. And they had, like, shelves displaying other people that have come in there and take classes, and they had, like, a teen section. And a kid painted a mug with Bart Simpson on it, and, like, it was really good. It was yeah. good. And it said El Barto on the back, and I really liked it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was, like, talking with Patty. I was like, I was like, this is really good. And Patty was like, I bet you a 38-year-old did that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, probably. Guaranteed. It was me, yeah. I, I made it. <laughs> Someone that literally was like, I was going to be an illustrator on this yeah. show. <laughs> My childhood dream is this, so I'm going to use it now in pottery class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we have a, a classmate has written in to us. Oh, okay. And our little classmate for classmate corner. Again, if you have anything that you want to talk to the high school guidance counselor, aka me, about to get it off your chest, please email us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com using the subject line classmates corner. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Greta. Love the pod. Thank you so much. I wanted to give an apology to someone I made fun of too harshly our sophomore year. I was bullied pretty terribly for a number of years, so I took an opportunity to put the attention onto someone else instead of myself. A friend of mine tripped and fell during class and hit his head on the ground, and I gave him a nickname that made people laugh. He left class and came back a day or two later saying he went to the hospital and he had a concussion from the fall, and then I gave him another nickname that made people laugh. He and I didn't stay friends after that, and I felt bad later without ever apologizing. It took negative attention away from me, but it wasn't fair to him. So I am sorry to that man. I wish I had apologized sooner and we had stayed friends. I will say it sounds like those nicknames are hilarious. Yeah, I said, <laughs> what are the nicknames, Yeah, though? I got to know those nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I think, that, I think that it's nice that now you look back and you're like, I was being a dickhead. And it sounds like you have gone through either enough really – um, articulated self-work or have worked with a really good therapist to come to these realizations. And for that, I am proud of you. And I think Me? that, well, no, her, I'm proud right. of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm proud person, of this, yeah. this person yeah, that wrote yeah. in. I'm proud of you too. Hey, thank you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of all of us for going to therapy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and being able to look back and be like, you know what? That was bad behavior on my behalf. You know? Yeah, bad behavior. There's a good run on Never Have I Ever this season about this, where you got to right your wrongs, even though... <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to, but it's like, yeah, Paxton, maybe some ghosts of some girls. Not to spoil season three of Never Have I Ever, which I'm sure Can every you believe? <laughs> spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. 39-year-old black man loves Never Have I Ever. What's up? <laughs> I probably, honestly, and I don't do this enough in my own school guidance counselor section, there are probably a couple of people that I owe apologies to, like boys that I probably let on or like, you know, spoke to for attention or something like that. And look, I'm sorry that I never put out. <laughs> um, thank you for writing in. But seriously. even they were wrong, though. Yeah. Because as the guy who was sometimes like that and you're like, like, you should have just been going in as friends anyway. Bro, yeah. like, what are you doing? Wow. Yeah. So once again, I'm always right. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. That's not what that was intended. <laughs> um, if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? It's okay to have sex with any of these girls. <laughs> you don't have to look for your wife at 14. Yeah. Weird advice to give a 14-year-old boy, but. <laughs> Did you lose your virginity in high school? College. Wow. Well, I took it took uh I really was looking for my wife in high school for some reason. That is so <laughs> sweet and funny. <laughs> that is so crazy. Were you like we're going to set up a life together? Yeah, yeah, I was like not interested in the one-off sex. I was like no, no, no. A lot of these cuz there was like rumor we had a ridiculously good basketball team. Like we had we won state, we won city. We, a lot of people went to the NBA. And there was rumors that they would fuck girls in the in the uh, locker room, in the locker room, or like no, in the stairwells. Oh, and you're like, there was particularly one instance where, like, I guess somebody fucked a girl in a stairwell, uh, and, and you're like, 
That sounds cool. Not for me, bro. <laughs> nah, a you're bed like, is, I want to like, go to a bed with yeah. my wife. <laughs> being 14, being like, I want to make beautiful love with my wife. <laughs> yeah. After we've had a gorgeous yep. meal. Yep. We're going to have missionary sex. Make a baby by 18. And yeah. Then, yeah, be good to go for the rest of our lives. That's it. But I, that was way off base. But I mean, I probably lucked out in not getting anyone pregnant at the same time. That is true. Or like crossing a line at all. But it was like, <laughs> you know. But, like, I was so not into, like, the idea of this random sex. That's so, like, you never hear that <laughs> right. from straight men. <laughs> you always hear straight men are like, I was addicted to my penis. <laughs> and I would fuck anything. <laughs> and you're just like, I want monogamy. Yeah. I want love. That's so I sweet. I was like, nope, I'll wait. I'll wait if I have to. And then by 19, I was like the fuck was I waiting for? Like, especially when I lost my virginity and she was like, we had a conversation basically while drunk about like, probably not going to do that. Maybe more than one more time. Yeah. And I was like, really? Oh, okay. I'm not hurt by that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's fine. That's fine with me. And so we had sex like one more time. And then she essentially gave me to one of her friends for a little <laughs> while. She was like, here, I'm going to pawn you off to a nice girl who can take you on for a few more sessions. She was like, in this journey you're going through, you need, she's the perfect next step. Yeah. <laughs> and you always need someone like that. You do. Wait, isn't Morehouse is all boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but Spellman is Spellman all is, girls. But are they close? They're close to they're each next other. To, they're next door to each other. Because so. you can take classes together. Yeah, I had all yeah. my classes at Spellman. Uh you, For the most part. You dog. Yeah, I know, exactly. Once I figured out I like sex without monogamy, I was like, wait a second. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to the all-girls school. <laughs> yeah. I could have been doing this shit the whole time. You're like, yeah, I graduated. I technically graduated from Morehouse, but it was more like I graduated from Spelman. Basically, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Wait, it sounds bad that I told my 14-year-old to have sex. No, that's, that's true. But I don't want him to fuck anything else up. Like, everything else happened for a reason, including that, I guess. Yeah, you know what? I think that Just maybe keep it's- keep living your life. I think that maybe the the the- the real lesson that you would tell your 14-year-old self is don't be so obsessed with marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being weird. Like, cool, cool off on the marriage <laughs> yeah. and, like, enjoy being – maybe you don't need to have sex in high school. But you just don't. Like, probably not. Yeah, you just, probably like, don't. But. Chill out. Like, your, your girlfriends aren't going to be your wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't make them. There's so many – it worked out with like one person from our high school out of 3,000. So yeah. like maybe don't make that your thing. Yeah. And they run a successful business. They're doing great. <laughs> we, and we love <laughs> We love them. We love they're to hear great. that. Yeah, yeah, We love a successful business. <laughs> I see them when I go back home to Chicago. They, they're actually excellent supporters of comedy too. We love that. But yeah, they stayed together since high school. Did you go to your senior prom? I did, yeah. What did you wear? I wore a nice suit. What color was it? Uh, It was... Dark gray. We love. Love a dark gray. Did you match your vest with your date's dress? I matched something with my date's dress. I forget what it was. Might have been like the little flower in mm -hmm. the, the whatever lapel. Was it popping? Was it fun? It was fun. It was the whole thing. Because uh, the girl I went with, still one of my best friends, uh, she, she already, she was like kind of starting a thing with a dude mm -hmm. who she's now married and they have kids. Wow. So it was like. All these people do have like successful high school I know, connections. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe you were onto something. <laughs> but it was, that was senior, end of senior year and they were on and off before that. Uh, but she was my eighth grade girlfriend too. But like, it was a lot of, uh, so like for that reason, you know, it was kind of strange. Mm. And when that was found out, this other girl was like, I'll go with you. And if we go together, you'll definitely like have sex. <laughs> and I was like, what? I've already committed. Like, I can't go back. <laughs> but that was another girl who I was like, also felt like I might be in love with. So they were both people I had been in love with in my brain yeah. at some point. So it was a very tough decision, but I ended up staying loyal to my first choice. Yeah. Uh, and we had fun. We had a great time. But then I ended up dropping her off at her dude's house. At her now husband's house. Yeah, yeah, her house. now husband's house at some point in the night and then went back out to party. So I was like, okay, well, 
we had a great time. I wonder what would have happened though if I had gone with the other one. With the, you would I know what would have happened. Yeah, I know, right? My whole she life would've, would have changed. She would have been like, let's have sex. And you would have been <laughs> yeah. like, are you my wife? <laughs> and she would have been like, I don't know. And then you'd be like, well, guess what? We can't have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Them's the rules. Yeah. I, I know I haven't said it out loud to anyone because I'm insane, but yeah, these are my thoughts. <laughs> So many girls thinking they were just like full on rejected by you. And right. in reality, like, you know. I don't think there are so many girls. I feel like they were maybe three. in high school. Maybe three. I mean, I doubt that. Uh, you never know. You, you do know never what I know. Mean? Yeah. Like, there are people that I had crushes on in high school that I know to this day, I'm certain had no idea that I liked them. Same, same. Older ones, for sure. I mean, yeah, I've had older ones even be, uh, I've heard that they, other They've asked other people like, oh, yeah, what's up with him? Is he gay or something? Yeah. It's like, no, I, I would have loved to have sex with you. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Did you have any interest? I wish I had known that like 30 years ago. But yeah, no. We will have to bleep this name. But there was a guy in my high school who was a year older than me. His name was. Yeah. And he had an older brother named. Both of these names Amazing. have to be bleeped simply yeah. because they are way too specific. <laughs> yeah, I've but, never heard anyone with these names before, just so the listeners know. <laughs> yeah, but now, now I need to just be like, he didn't have sex with me because I wasn't his wife. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm just there you go. Be like everyone who rejected me, it was because I couldn't commit yeah. so seriously. Because <laughs> they were very serious about meeting their their person. Yeah. Now that we have the bachelor to tell us that's a word. Um, <laughs> I have to know, the last question of my pod is, did you have a senior superlative? I didn't. I had a, I didn't make it. But again, it was a huge school. But I, I didn't stand out amongst the 525 Damn, so you didn't, get, vote, you didn't get a voted for a superlative. No. My, Mr. Ladiak, who was our, uh, he's the assistant principal. And he was like, you know, he was just talking. He was very funny. So we would talk to him at lunch. And he, uh, but he was like, no, you're not a class clown. You're more like a class comedian. I feel like you set these people up for like, to be funny. That's <laughs> or like really... you'll, you'll, you'll tell them like, hey, go do that. And then like do it and they get the laugh. But you don't really, you're not one to put you're yourself the writer. out there. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, isn't it so weird how like some teachers when you're, when you are still like forming the little jelly mold that is like who you are can yeah. see it so clearly. I know, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. like, oh, you, you write comedy and they perform it. It's and like, you're like, yeah, oh, okay. wait, what? No, no, I'm I'm them. I'm the guy <laughs> yeah. who gets out in front and goes, ah, la, la. It's like, no, you're never going to do that. Well, <laughs> I mean, I did for a little do. bit. Yeah, yeah, I do stand up, you know. And we, li we like to see you on the big TV. Oh, that's true. We yeah, like I act now. We see you now. on yeah. the TV. You know, you know. And I feel good now about acting. I didn't early on. Well, it's... Now I feel like when you act, you act in something you've written on. Yeah, yeah. So you're like acting in your voice and you understand. It always helps you feel more secure, I think, when you're a performer and a writer to be like, I've I've scribed yeah, this. Yeah. And there's some sort of confidence in like, I know everybody on set. Right. So I know if I do this the way I want to do it, they'll all laugh. It's so not like a fish help. out of water situation. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen like you're good at acting. Thank you. Like, I've seen you in multiple roles now, and I'm like, oh, she's good at acting. Like, I'm learning how to be good at acting. <laughs> Did you I'm hear that? I'm coming into myself. You hear you that, know? Hollywood? I'm yeah. good at acting. <laughs> I am good. Very good. I've seen you in acting. multiple things. We got a like, very good very from good, Will very Miles, good. probably one of the best writers in this goddamn town. <laughs> anyway. Very good. And we did a, remember we did a table read within yes. like the first week I was living here? Both I think? of us. Yeah, right. We both we had both just moved. We both were here moved. and I was like, uh, that table read was stressful. <laughs> a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, We'll discuss oh, off really? air. Well, yeah. no, I mean it was it was good, but they had they they wanted me speaking. They wanted me saying oh, really right. crazy things. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I asked before we started. I was like, should I say this stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yes, yes, say this. We stuff. need you to say it. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, I forget who it was, but they were like, we just recorded you saying all of oh, that, God, and yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but you better believe that comes into my mind every so often where I'm like, were they being serious? Um, I don't Will, think they were. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were yeah. either. Um, Will, it was so fun to have you on my show. Always great. I love chatting with you as always. Me too. Me too. Where can everyone intake more of you? 
Uh, Sherman Showcase Season 2 comes out October 26th. There we go. I'm acting on it, and I wrote on it a little bit. And then Southside should come out. Season 3 should come out on HBO Max very soon. Sherman Showcase, IFC, AMC, Southside, HBO Max. Mr. Will Miles on all platforms. We love it. M-R-W-I-L-L-M-I-L-E-S. We love it. Ugh. What another stunning episode of my world-renowned greatest podcast of all time. Yeah, Senior yeah. Senior superlatives. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you want to uh, get something off your chest with me, a.k.a. the school guidance counselor, email us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com. And, you know, as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast.